This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. And good evening. Tonight we begin with the story of a Bay Area doctor who is risking his own life to help save others half a world away. He got on a plane today and is heading to the war zone in Gaza. Kenny Choi shows us the driving force behind the mission as he leaves behind his wife and two young children. These are the final moments together for Dr. Mohammed Sube and his family before he embarks on an uncertain and dangerous five-week medical mission to Gaza. If I'm not going to do it, who's going to do it? Sube came to the U.S. as a Palestinian refugee when he was seven years old. He's a Stanford-educated emergency room doctor who's been looking to join a non-governmental organization offering medical aid in the ever-growing humanitarian crisis. The heart really hurts right now. And I'm hoping me going there and being able to help out is a way to at least alleviate some of that hurt or feel like I'm doing something. The Saratoga resident has volunteered for missions before. The World Health Organization says there have been more than 300 attacks on healthcare facilities in Gaza since the start of the war. This will be Sube's first one to Gaza. Not afraid of death. I'm more concerned about my journey in this life and you know, uh, being held to account at the end of the day, being able to say, I give it 100%. Well, half of me is like kind of nervous about it because he might like, you know, get hurt or not come back. But half of me is kind of honored because he literally gets to go to, you know, where it's happening and just help people. Holding back tears, his youngest son, seven-year-old Mahed, clutched his father tightly. His mother, Naima, is embracing the life lesson he's giving his children. As a family, this this value is very important to us, is the idea that we're not living in this world just for ourselves and our own family. We're a part of, of humanity. The tragedy that we're witnessing in front of our own eyes, they don't have much help from the rest of the world. They need all the help they deserve, and he is willing to give, offer that help. It makes me proud of him. We see babies being pulled out of rubble, uh, bodies being torn into pieces, and a heart that's hurting is a heart that's alive, and I hope everybody is awake and alive and, aw and, and awake to the atrocities. Sube is grateful to those praying for him. He's hoping others will ask themselves a question. Give a moment to reflect on what your life's purpose is today and uh, not get caught up in the pomp and glitter of this life. As Sube says goodbye, a new journey is about to begin. In our Muslim faith, we believe that if one were to save one life, if a human were to save one life, it's as if he or she has saved all of humanity. Saving lives, inspiring his boys, and bringing some hope to a dark place of suffering. The World Health Organization says fewer than half of the hospitals in Gaza are even partly functional. Gaza's health ministry says the death toll has surpassed 28,000 with more than 67,000 Palestinians wounded. And on the war front in Gaza, more than 60 Palestinians were killed today during an Israeli hostage rescue operation in the densely populated town of Rafah. This video released by Israeli Defense Forces shows two hostages being flown to safety where they were reunited with their families. Today, President Biden also met with King Abdullah II of Jordan to talk about options for ceasefire plans. 
During a joint statement, the two leaders warned Israel against carrying out any major military operations in Rafah on the ground without having a credible plan to ensure the safety of the more than one million Palestinians who live there. All right, back here in the Bay Area, San Mateo police made a tragic discovery inside a home. They say four people were found dead while responding to a welfare check. Our chopper was over the scene earlier today, and you can see a large police presence around this home. This is on Alameda de las Pulgas near 41st Avenue. Police say when they entered, they discovered a man, a woman, and two boys inside dead. Different agencies are helping officers investigate around the home, and police say no one heard from the family in a while and raised the concern for a welfare check. They say when officers arrived to the home, they didn't notice any signs of forced entry. Right now, Alameda de, Pulgas, de las Pulgas, that is, between 41st and 42nd Avenues remain closed off for investigation. One neighbor who's lived there for 27 years tells us he's shocked since it is a quiet and calm neighborhood. I don't know the circumstances here, but when you hear it's an entire family, mother, father, two minor children, of course your mind starts to go to a place of what tragic event happened. Well, I think this is a horrible and tragic call. Um, not many people get calls like this and have to respond to this. So, so this is not a normal call for anyone. Police say this is an isolated incident and there is no danger to the public. They say they are still trying to identify the victims and also say it is unclear if they are related. In San Francisco, Mayor London Breed now weighing in after a Waymo robo-taxi was set on fire in Chinatown on the first day of the Lunar New Year. So the video posted to X shows flames and smoke coming from that car on Jackson and Stockton Saturday night. Waymo tells us it started when a group of people surrounded the car, broke its window, and threw a firecracker inside. The smoke is still pouring out of the cab while firefighters put out the flames. Graffiti on the side and the entire top of the car is completely gone. There were no passengers inside at the time and no one was hurt and no arrests were made. Today, Mayor London Breed released a statement addressing the incident saying, quote, we are a city that is home to exciting emerging technologies like autonomous vehicles that are changing the world. We are a city that is rich in culture, ideas, and pride. We are not defined by a small, isolated incident by a reckless few. All right, now to that gut-wrenching loss in Las Vegas that many of us are still processing as we speak. So the 49ers are back in the Bay Area, home sweet home, after losing an overtime against Chiefs in Super Bowl 58. The team landed in San Jose this afternoon, and a handful of 49er faithfuls were there to greet them despite the loss. Honestly, I was, I had tears, I was crying. Um, also seeing a lot of fans crying. Almost, no cigar! And it's okay, it's okay. We're here to say thank you very much to them. Yes, we are. Win or lose, these fans are still faithful. So Vern Glenn and I just got back from Las Vegas. He's joining oh, me now. Tired? Boy, the flight. <laughs> I, I took a nap. <laughs> I was out. Now I'm back with more energy. But, um, yeah, we're here to talk about the game and uh, some, some thoughts on this. Well, you know something, Jules? I mean, it's all about 2024 now. I mean, we got to move on. I mean, all 32 teams right now have a record of zero and zero now. So, We'll get a reminder when the Chiefs have a victory parade, and yeah, it'll sting it just a little bit. But this Super Bowl loss, it's a lot to process. As bad as it is for fans, think of the team. It just hurts. You know, we have the team, obviously, to do it, to win the whole thing. We've gotten pretty 
damn close, but uh, we haven't pulled it off, and we're hurting right now. Everybody hurts. Yes, Sunday was the second time in the last five years the 49ers were on the wrong end of the red and gold confetti falling down on them. So here comes another offseason of hearing that Kyle Shanahan can't win the big one. Obviously, it sucks, man. Um, you want to win it for that kind of guy, and he's a great coach. Everybody wants to go to war with that guy. We want to win for him, and um, obviously, the the older guys, the vets, Trent Williams, Eric Armstead, like all the guys that have been through it, man. You, you want to win for him. And then there's this: Dre Greenlaw on crutches after the game. Greenlaw suffered a torn Achilles in the second quarter while taking the field. Not only was it a huge loss last night, he will likely miss most of next season. That's depressing. I mean, to get injured in the Super Bowl, um, hopefully he hits up Aaron Rodgers and figures out how to heal that quickly. Dre's a heartbeat of our defense, him and Fred in there. I know they feed off each other. He's just such a fantastic football player, and he's everything that you know the Niners stand for. So to lose him, I just it really, really sucks for him. Yeah, Jules, George Kittle is certainly right. Now, tomorrow, the players, they go through their exit interviews, and then they clean out the lockers for the offseason. Can they make it to Super Bowl 59? That is in New Orleans. The key players, mm -hmm. the main guns, the big weapons, they're all coming back. Okay, well, that's good. Yep. That's good to know. Yes, it does sting. That's mm -hmm. a great adjective there. Um, but, you know, I, I like the fact we've got our team for next year. They're, they're now, you know, Super Bowl uh, ready. They're a favorite to be back but so is Kansas City. Okay, well, then the rematch continues. Mm -hmm. See you in New Orleans. Yes. All right, Vern, thank you. It was fun traveling with you and doing the Red and Gold Report. Ray